everyone and welcome to In My Mug episode 348 on Monday the 13th of July 2015. I am your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug and welcome to the news. So we should get on with the news. Before you ask, what do you call a man from Cannock in a shirt and tie? The accused, normally. But no, I'm, I'm dressed up as I've got some meetings later. Um, and I can wear grown-up clothes as well, so... Um, there is still a little bit of red in there though, unfortunately, which uh, I don't think I'm ever not going to have on there. But yes, it's um, it's nice to play dressing up games sometimes, isn't it? Hmm. So anyway, we should get on with the news. Um, El Salvador's, I mentioned last week, were on their way back. Well, on the site now are the Santa Patronas, and the Santa Patronas this year, I am super excited to share with you. Um, one of my, uh, my favourite relationships with those guys, and um, the natural Bourbon is particularly special um, but if you uh, a natural bourbon by the way as well probably won't be in my mug because there's not a massive amount of it but if you want to try them all which I would recommend that you do we do have a starter pack as well uh, which is uh, I think there's five of them in total so you've got the Pacamaras and the Bourbons um, really worth checking those out um, World Coffee Throwing Championships if you don't know what the heck those words mean together um, go to tampatantrum.com where there's a blog post uh, about it um, it's the uh, inaugural World Coffee Throwing Championships next Sunday um, at uh, the Bernard Shaw in uh, Dublin if you are from Ireland and you fancy having a beer, a laugh and meeting lots of silly coffee people throwing bags of coffee around um, go check it out, it's definitely worth checking out and whilst on the the, the, the subject of uh, Tampa Tantrum. Do you remember me going to Prague a few weeks back? Um, well, those videos have started to go up. Um, in the first one is from a guy called Shahan, um, who is a professor from the University of uh, Zurich, I think it is, in Switzerland. Um, amazingly clever guy, very heavy, lots of in info in there about uh, taste perception and coffee. Um, but if you are getting geekier and geekier about coffee, go listen to somebody sensible talk about it instead of me. Um, and anyway, that was the news. Um, we should move on to this week's focus on. And this week's focus on is uh, it's on Villa Sarchi, which is a uh, varietal. So Villa Sarchi is a mutation, um, a coffee varietal mutation of the Bourbon varietal uh, and was developed in the Western Valley in Costa Rica uh, near to the town of Sarchi, hence the Villa Sarchi. Um, it was a natural and spontaneous mutation, uh, similar to things like Catura in Brazil, Pacas in El Salvador, um, but very distinctive looking trees with uh, 45 degree um, branches coming off it um, and they have a very distinctive bronze coloured leaf. Uh, which is a mixture of normal green with like bronzy tip bits on them. Um, the Villa Sarchi produces uh, a kind of a, an amazing cup at high altitude, so it really does like high altitudes and requires lots of shade. Um, and luckily, requires very little chemical input, uh, so very little need to spray. Um, and um, is very good for organic farms. Um, tends to have a very elegant acidity. Um, lots of fruit and a huge sweetness and um, quite often a very sticky sweetness as well um, and I've, although I've said like it likes the high altitudes it does grow at lower altitudes um, 
but just seems to thrive in the whole Costa Rica uh, environment. I guess that's why it's mutated and, and, and grown from strength to strength. And that was Focus On. So it's really cool and an old favourite returns. Uh, and this is our second time of having this particular lot, but we've worked with Herba Zoo since 2005. So it's a coffee I know super well. Um, the mill um, is in the Naranjo, Naranjo region, uh, which is the sixth canton of the province of Adajula. I get that right, in Costa Rica. Um, it's around about 126 square kilometers and has a population of around about 45,000 people. Um, Herba Zoo is very close to lots of farms that we buy from. So think of Licho, think of Vista Alval, uh, think of uh, Arbar. Uh, all these are neighbours and quite often they kind of cross over to each other and talk to each other and work with each other. Herba Zoo consists of 13 small farms which is owned by five brothers and eight sisters. So they all have little farms uh, and all come together in Herba Zoo as the mill. Um, and they all run, they, they all run the mill, they all have a say in it, they, they all own a piece of it. And um, yeah, it was really good to meet the family back in 2011 when I first visited, then in 2013 and 2014. Didn't get to go this year. Um, this year I sent Roland instead, so I'm su probably surprised if we see any coffee next year because they probably won't send it to us anymore. Um, I, I, when I did visit, uh, I got to cup nearly 20 different lots from the farm, different days picking, different parts of the farm, different family members. Um, and this lot then shone head and shoulders above and has continued to really impress us um, and something that I'm really enjoying working with. Um, Costa Rica is quite unique as in that they have just amazing traceability down to days pickings and things, but also amazing traceability to varietals and the farms and stuff like that. It really is a great one. And Kitia, which is this farm lot, um, is something a little bit special. So we should talk about the figures. Of course, it's from Costa Rica. It's from the Ajajula province uh, in the region of Naranjo. Uh, the nearest city is Lourdes de Naranjo, um, which is very, very close to the, the farm. Uh, this particular farm is Finca uh, Katia, who is one of the sisters. Um, the mill is Herba Zoo. Um, it is a honey process. It is grown at 1500 to 1600 meters um, and is owned by uh, uh, Katia Barantes Zoringa. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much everything. So, I'm going to whap you on. Actually, before I whap you on pause, we should go to the funky, funky map bit, which I know this week is going to be really good. Always happy to wave you off up into the sky, um, and happy to where we're going for this week's one because it's um, it's a coffee that like I've no I've worked with since two thousand and four two thousand and five and know super well. So um, we're going to Central America, the fine continent that it is that we go to a lot, and we're going to go down to Costa Rica. So Costa Rica is uh, about ten million population, um, very peaceful place. So it actually doesn't have an army. It's an, an interesting one, and then. Here's another interesting one. Most Costa Ricans have four names. Two first names, then the surnames of the mother and father. I wonder what that would make me. Stephen Philip Barrett Layton. Anyway, enough rambling. 
Um, this is Herba Zoo. So this is not the farm. This is the mill where all the cherries are processed and all the brothers and sisters bring all of their coffee to. Now, to the left there that you can see, uh, sorry, in front of the farm there, you can see that there's some um, trees. That is a farm called uh, Negra Perla. And we had that about two, three years ago. Um, and just as we swing around here, if you look to the left, that is where our bar is, Vista El Val. And we've also got Licho, which is just uh, a little bit behind Herbazoo. So a mega rich, amazing coffee bit of land. Like they, it produces some of the best coffees from Costa Rica for me. Um, and they're all within around about a mile of each other. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, so there you can see the typography of uh, the of, of Costa Rica. You know, a beautiful spine running through the centre of it. And this is where all the coffees are. This is the central stroke Western Valley. Um, the bottom part of that is uh, known as Tarazoo, which we've seen a fair bit of as well. And that was a really good map bit. I like that. A good map bit, I think you will agree. Um, but now we should go to Roland's daft fact of the week. Costa Rica exports around about 90% of its sales and this represents 15% of the total exports of the country. Coffee ranks 13th in the world as what the biggest producer and is 1.82% of the world's production. I liked it in Costa Rica. get straight into what I know is going to be the best part of this whole set is the espresso this for me was one of my highlights of espresso this year so so it starts off with lots of acidity like lots of acidity there's like lemon and it's citrus but then it just turns into this chocolatey kind of toffee um, Really, really lovely. Like, just so complex. Um, the acidity's there, but there's this toffee and chocolate and just... That's really good. So, milk. Adding the milk. I don't like it. No, I like it. I don't, I don't like the thing it tastes of. So for me, it reminds me of Nutella chocolate spread, which I don't like, but I quite like in there. It's got this really thick and like Nutella type taste to it. Um, there's a little bit of the toffee there. The acidity's gone. Like the lemon acidity has just disappeared. It's gone out. It's not there anymore. But it really is Nutella. Um, and here. This is why I don't wear shirts and ties because I spill things down myself all the time. Um, lemon, toffee. There's a little bit of that chocolate there. It's not as much. I think the, the milk really brings out that Nutella. But this time, there's like, it's like a sugar sweetness. It's, again, it's changing. It's a complex coffee. And I think every time you'll go back to this, you'll find these things in different quantities. I know how I have. Every time I come to it, I remember the first time I tasted the espresso, I was just like, this just tastes like candy floss. 
Um, I haven't seen that so much today, uh, but let me know if you do. Uh, it is a super sweet, super delicious coffee. Listen, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to shut up. Uh, thank you very much for joining me, as always. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee. But it's not too bad for coffee throwing. <laughs>